Welcome to Secrets to Victorious Living Podcast. This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. I'm Lucia Claiborne. Thank you for joining me today as we discover God's secrets to help you overcome life's challenges. This will help you become victorious in every area of your life. Today's your day to start walking in and experiencing a greater level of victory. We're continuing our study of faith this week and why it's so important to learn about faith. Today's topic is, You Must Have Faith to Please God. Let's look at Hebrews 11.6 in a couple different translations. The first translation is the Passion Translation. It says, And without faith living within us, it would be impossible to please God. For we come to God in faith, knowing that He is real, and that He rewards the faith of those who give all their passion and strength to seeking Him. And the second translation I'd like us to look at is the Living Bible. It says you can never please God without faith, without depending on Him. Anyone who wants to come to God must believe that there is a God and that He rewards those who sincerely look for Him. As we look at these verses in different translations, we see the bottom line is it's impossible to please God without using our faith. The definition for impossible is not able to occur, exist, or be done. So if we want to please God, we have to stay in and walk by faith. It's not an option. This verse says that God rewards those who seek or look for Him. When you receive a reward, it's because you are better, not worse. God wants us to be in a better state after making Him the Lord of our life than we were before we came into relationship with Him. Let's look at another passage that tells us it's important to walk by faith. Hebrews 3, 7-11 in the New Living Translation says, That is why the Holy Spirit says, Today, when you hear His voice, don't harden your hearts as Israel did when they rebelled, when they tested me in the wilderness. There your ancestors tested and tried my patience, even though they saw my miracles for forty years. So I was angry with them, and I said, Their hearts always turn away from me. They refuse to do what I tell them. So in my anger... I took an oath. They will never enter my place of rest. This passage is referring to Moses bringing the Israelites out of captivity or bondage into the land that God had promised to give them. An 11-day journey took 40 years of wandering in the wilderness because they didn't have faith that they could take the land that God had already promised them. Moses sent out the spies and only two, Joshua and Caleb, came back with a good report that they could take the land. The other spies said that there were giants in the land and they could not defeat them. Moses chose to believe the evil report instead of standing on the promise of entering into the promised land that God had already given them. In other words, he didn't have faith to receive or believe God's promise. As we read on in verse 12, it says, Be careful then, dear brothers and sisters, Make sure that your own hearts are not evil and unbelieving, turning you away from the living God. Let's look at a key statement in this verse. It says, Make sure that your own hearts are not evil and unbelieving. Paul is telling us that an unbelieving heart or a heart that is not full of faith is considered to be evil. God even calls an unbelieving heart evil. There are many things religion calls evil, such as smoking, taking drugs, stealing, profanity, gossiping, lying, homosexuality, just to name a few. However, God's grace covers all of those. Hebrews 3.12-4.2 says, 
Be careful then, dear brothers and sisters. Make sure that your own hearts are not evil and unbelieving, turning you away from the living God. You must warn each other every day while it is still today, so that none of you will be deceived by sin and hardened against God. For if we are faithful to the end, trusting God just as firmly as when we first believed, we will share in all that belongs to Christ. Remember what it says, Today, when you hear His voice, don't harden your hearts as Israel did when they rebelled. And who was it who rebelled against God, even though they heard His voice? Wasn't it the people Moses led out of Egypt? And who made God angry for forty years? Wasn't it the people who sinned, whose corpse lay in the wilderness? And to whom was God speaking when He took an oath that they would never enter His rest? Wasn't it the people who disobeyed Him? So we see that because of their unbelief, they were not able to enter His rest. God's promise of entering His rest still stands. So we ought to tremble with fear that some of you might fail to experience it. For this good news, that God has prepared this rest, has been announced to us just as it was to them. But it did them no good because they didn't share the faith of those who listened to God. If you want God's Word to work for you, you must activate it with your faith. From these verses, we see that the Word can be preached. People can hear the Word, and it will not profit or produce for them. We're actually supposed to be better people for hearing the Word of God. When you hear the Word and it doesn't profit you, you confirm what James one twenty two says. But don't just listen to God's Word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourselves. The Word of God must be mixed with faith. It's possible to hear the Word of God and not be a doer of the Word. Faith will come when you hear the Word because Romans 10.17 in the English Standard Version says, So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the Word of Christ. It's our responsibility to mix our faith with the Word of God that we hear. Mix simply means to blend together. You have to mix or blend your faith with the Word of God, and you do that with your spirit man or your heart. Then you speak it out of your mouth to activate your faith. That's why it's so important to always speak the Word. When you speak the Word, you're mixing and building your faith to receive the promise that you're standing on. When you speak the Word of God, which is your solution, instead of speaking your circumstances, this is what produces the positive results that you want in your life. If you want your circumstances to change, don't speak what you see or what you have. Speak the Word of God and your circumstances will change and line up with the Word. It's important for you to know what the Word of God says for yourself and not just take someone else's word for what it says. They may give you their interpretation or their opinion, which may not be the full truth according to the Word of God. I would like to take a few minutes and talk about the tactics of the enemy and that his only plan is to kill you, steal from you, and destroy you. This is what John 10.10 says. However, I want to give Jesus equal time here. The second part of this verse says that Jesus came to give us life and life more abundantly. So if you're not experiencing the abundant life, it's time to change your focus unto the Word of God and His promises for you. The devil will try to destroy you if you allow him to do so by not using your faith. When temptations, trials, and tests come, they will locate your faith. God's purpose for you when temptations, trials, and tests come is for you to use your faith to overcome every one of them. When you use your faith to overcome them, your faith muscle gets stronger. 
I would like us to look at Revelations 12, 10 through 12, because I believe it will bring clarity to your mind, and this passage will build your faith as you hear it. It says, Then I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of His Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren has been thrown down, he who accuses them before our God day and night. And this right here is the key. And they overcame him because of the blood of the Lamb, that's Jesus, and because of the word of their testimony. And they did not love their life even when faced with death. For this reason, rejoice, O heavens and you who dwell in them. Woe to the earth and the sea, because the devil has come down to you, having great wrath, knowing that he has only a short time. So this verse tells us that Satan only has a short time left here on earth. The tests, trials, and temptations he brings to you is to defeat you or destroy you, as I said earlier. However, Jesus has already overcome Satan when he died on the cross. Then he went to hell and defeated Satan there. He took the keys to death, hell, and the grave away from Satan, and then he rose again on the third day. He gave us the keys to the kingdom. Keys represent authority. He gave us authority over Satan and all his plans. And he gave us his word, which is his covenant with us. When you know what the word of God says and you know his promises and speak them forth with boldness and with faith, you will defeat the enemy every time. Every test, every trial, and every temptation that Satan brings your way will be overcome because you use your faith. 1 Corinthians 10.13 in the New Living Translation says, The temptations in your life are no different from what others experience. And God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than what you can stand. When you are tempted, He will show you a way out so that you can endure. The way of escape is choosing to take God at His word, standing on His word or His covenant, making your faith confession, and keeping your eyes on the word of God. This will bring your victory into manifestation. Your faith will please God, and you will know that your faith works because you've experienced it for yourself. As I close today, I want to remind you that faith is not something you try. It's something you do. It's a way of life, and it will cause you to walk in victory every day of your life. God created you to win and live an abundant life, and you do that by walking in faith. As I tell you every week, God's not mad at you. He's mad about you. He loves you with an everlasting love, and He has great plans for your life. If you would like more information on how to live the victorious life, I invite you to visit my website, luciaclayborn.com, and sign up for my daily emails, Faith Builders for Victorious Living, and my monthly email, Victory Thoughts. Then, plan to join me again next week as we continue our series on faith.